Here tapping in with KWJT Puget Sound from Space. I'm over here with Corey. You're tapping in with Tavares and sliding with Solana. Come on. Let's go, KWJT. We got a whole lot of shit to tell you. Um, first and foremost, uh team member Solana's not here. We appreciate you. Can't wait you to come back. Uh KWJT, thank you for all the love last week. We appreciate you guys uh for fucking with Cam's episode and also uh, thank you for checking out that freestyle we recorded with uh, TBG Mob. Um, y'all showed out, showed up, and showed hella love. So crazy. Uh, let us know if you want us to do some more of that. Um, you know, be dope. Uh, also, shout out Tranquil Forest. We love you guys. We truly appreciate you guys always pulling up for us. And without a further ado, let me introduce this week's guest. We got Harry Clean in the motherfucking building. Yes. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Yes, I'm here sir. live and direct. I teleported here. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that intro was like Lamar's subtitles in the aisle four vlogs. Um, uh, I just wanted to add shout that out, Yeah, shout out Flock. Uh, but yes, we got the Harry Clean in the motherfucking building. Yes. Um, it's true, truly a pleasure. Uh, let's get into it. Let's go crazy, you guys. Let's go crazy, bro. Hey, I don't do this often, so just shoot them at me. Yeah. <laughs> Just ask them, ask them questions, man. Ask hey. them. Hey, hey, no, that was crazy. That was, that was crazy. crazy. No, but that was it's, cra- it's okay. For the people at home who don't know, let's start off with this. Uh, for the people at home that don't know, this is literally one of the godfathers of Seattle's creative scene. Yes, sir. Um, it goes without uh, being said. I think we say it almost all the time when we talk to new friends and new guests that. Huge, huge inspiration um, to the Groovy Tapes podcast is definitely this man sitting in this uh, chair. So oh, yes. it's uh, without a doubt an honor and a pleasure and like a fucking blessing that we have him on the on the show. So for people at home that don't know, we got, you know, Paradise Avenue South in the building. If you've seen our uh, picture right here, um, the board in the back, board in the back. Shout out to Mo. Mo shot this. Oh, Mo better. Oh, fire! Yeah, yeah. Shout out the Globe Podcast. This is actually in um Chicago. Oh shit! This is crazy. That's fucking crazy. Um, I got hell like I got mad questions. Where to do ask. we start? Uh, <laughs> I really want to just start in the let's start where you started. Uh, let's just talk about how you got into like the creative space because okay. you, uh, you've been doing it for uh, many years and. The more I get into the game and the more, like, I meet people, uh, you kind of have a, a lore about, like, how you started. Because most people meet you mm-hmm. at, like, 15 or 16, and, like, by that time, you were already, like, in your bag. So no one really knows, like, the origins of, like, how you got into, like, camera work and just, like, creative space in general. So how did that start? It goes back farther even with the cam- or before the camera. I was, like, hitting jugs, like, in elementary school, just, like, drawing shit for people. Oh, shit. I wasn't really good at drawing, but I would sell drawings and shit, you know? <laughs> and then from there, it's always, like, brand new jugs with me. Yeah. Um, High school, middle school, I was, like, selling, like, mixtapes. Like, were burning, you burning. Were you recording them, or were you just, like, the homies? I was downloading them. 
and that's then fire. Me, I was like one of the first people with a, a CD burner. Oh, that's fire. For some reason, I had a CD burner. <laughs> so I was hitting those jugs, and then that had nothing to do with creativity, though. I just, I, I, it was just a jug. Yeah. But anyways, um, I was designing shit. I was doing, like, websites and stuff in, like, high school, middle school. And, um, How'd you get into, graphics? like, uh making websites for people did you because of just always knowing like art and just knowing yeah. how to hustle i was actually like doing shit on photoshop oh that's fire yeah i, I, I lived in tacoma for a little bit so i was like um hella bored i ain't had no friends for like a year <laughs> so i was like fuck let me figure out photoshop but i was doing now i'm tripping i was doing photoshop in middle school anyways i ended up with photoshop 7.0 in middle school it was like seventh grade yeah I was like, shit, what's up with this? And I just learned how to design shit. And from there, I learned, like, composition and shit. And um, That's kind of crazy. It started from Photoshop. And then uh, I got a camera eventually in high school and just um, started shooting fights and stuff. Mm. Was this all self-taught in, um, or, or, like, YouTube University, or was that all before all that? <laughs> YouTube wasn't even around yet. Yeah. People don't even know how old I am. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, you're, you're like, pre-YouTube. Yeah, I'm pre-YouTube. <laughs> I'm, like, in the middle of, like, when we was outside, and now we're inside. Yeah. I'm, like, people don't know how old I am. Because yeah. I've been kicking with younger people, and I kick with older people, too, but, like, I, they just can't tell. Yeah. For some reason. I drink a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> Great skincare. Uh, about the fights, were you pulling up to, like, all high schools and recording fights, or were you just like random, yeah. like at your school at the time? I was time? just recording a lot of shit in the neighborhood, yeah. and then um, back then, like people won't even be tripping if you're recording. Now they're like, "Oh shit, don't record me!" But back then, it wasn't going on anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> so they didn't give a fuck. <laughs> so I was recording like just hood shit happening, and then just like random interviews of shit that never dropped. Yeah, I got I lost the camera. I don't even know where the cameras are at anymore. But I actually did a fucking documentary in my eighth grade project. About Damn. Seattle gangs, which was hella random, bro. <laughs> <It> was all, <laughs> I was just recording shit. It wasn't even like a real documentary. And I did it on like a tape. Oh, a tape. like a tape recorder. A tape recorder, bro. And we played it on, on, on the screen, 8th grade project. And I just like connected the camera to the TV. Yeah. And we just watched it all the way through. I borrowed the homegirl's um, brother's um, camera. How'd you it wasn't even about gangs. It was about like the area. It was just about yeah. the neighborhood. And then uh, I interviewed like random gang members. <laughs> 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 Random fights, fucking uh, just like the street and shit. While yeah. my, my cousin was driving, and then I recorded like my cousin was like in the gangs at the time, so I like recorded him and his homies in the garage just talking shit. Yeah, and he, everyone had like a um like a trifold. Yeah, or like a PowerPoint. I was the only one with a video. <laughs> with a video, because I was hella lazy, bro. I wasn't trying to make no fucking PowerPoint. So your so your way of getting out of making a PowerPoint was just like, I'm going to record it and just yeah. like talk over it. Hella easier, bro. So I, I have, I have so many, like, uh, I have so many questions, but I'm, I'm really curious about like the, your mindset. Cause like just knowing, knowing you for like the couple years I've known you, but just knowing about you, you've always, uh, had different jugs and different like hustles and like have always been into like either being the first person to do it or like, you knew the first person to do it, mm -hmm. got some game, and now you're the second person to do it. Um, where did that come from as far as, like, just creating new jobs and, like, always having, like, um, a way to make money and just, like, provide for yourself? Man, honestly, it's, like, it's hella weird. It's, like, kind of organically. I'm not even really trying, to be honest. Yeah. It just happens. Um, growing up, like, um, I guess, like, my family just, like, make shit. Yeah. There's, like, certain cultures that make shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
pretty sure his family's like that too. It's like certain, it's like certain kind of like island people. Yeah. There's like not a lot of resources, so we gotta make our own shit. Yeah. We got we gotta like be creative with shit. Um, that's what happened, I think. Um, pretty much, just like I have like a secret. Like I don't really try to do shit that's hard for me. Mm. If it's already, if it's hella hard, if, even if it's a little hard, like I don't even want to do it. I just want to do easy shit. Easy shit's usually the easy way to go. That's fact. I don't really go against the grain too much. I'll try some shit though. Yeah. Like I tried rapping. <laughs> <laughs> it takes me too long to make a, a verse, bro. I'm like, no, I can't fuck with this shit. It's too hard for me. Cause I've been in the studio, with people like, damn, they're just knocking out verses. Yeah. Like quick, knocking them off. Okay, this ain't for me. This is too hard for me. Yeah. I, I stumbled on video in eighth grade. I was like, this shit was easy as shit. And I seen other people struggling with it. I was like, oh shit, it might be a gift then. Yeah. And then I did it again, like after high school, when I got like started shooting music videos and shit. I was like, yo, this shit was not that hard. So I gotta. That's kind of crazy. And it's just like, like fly shit, you know. Like, yeah. <clears throat> we're from like South Seattle. I went to Franklin High School, and then Franklin High School was like a fashion school. Yeah. So it was like it was already embedded in us. And even even before that, like my older cousins, older homies, they were getting fly. Yeah. So like, I always wanted to make clothes. Even before video, I wanted to make clothes. So that was the first passion, and like making videos was just the easier um, option at at the time. So what happened was um, D two was actually a clothing line first. Most people don't even know that. Hold on, before we even get into D two, I gotta let this ring off because we just went nine minutes and just like just got a piece of just like the the history of like what you've been doing. So let's get into D twos because that's a like for me that's a pivotal part of Washington culture, like. But, like, even before, like, I feel like you were the first version of what we do today. Like, where you can watch every local artist in, um, and really get to know them. Like, and just, like, either by freestyling or their shows or just, like, their music videos. I feel like you provided the first real version of, like, what the fuck goes on in South Seattle or in the CD or in Tacoma. Or, you know, just, like, that first, like, era of being outside and, like, uh recording um so how first how what does the name mean before we even get into like the history of d2s so the main the name doesn't really mean anything really it's it's just do it backwards oh yeah that's when i used to smoke a lot oh yeah like middle school middle school high school i was smoking like every day like how you guys are smoking no this (laughs) all i wanted to do was smoke bro first time i hit the blunt was like fifth grade and then from there just kept smoking until like I just stopped smoking maybe like five years ago. I still smoke a little bit, but not the, not like you used to. Not like crazy. For yeah. I'm getting older, bro. I gotta chill out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, used we used to always say the word "zooted," "zooted," "team yeah. zooted." Yeah, it's like it's like a thing. <laughs> I was like, let me just flip that. But it was closed at first, like I was saying. Yeah. The homie JT was helping me. He was pressing up the um the screen. Uh, it should be cutting off a little bit. No, 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 you're you're perfect. Okay, yep. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So the homie JT it might be was up your headphones. Okay, so. Oh yeah, yep. JT works at Ebbets now, by the way. Oh, fire! Yeah, he does all the patch. He does all the does patch. all the patch for Ebbets. Everything. Yeah, him and his mom and shit. Ebbets is like a crazy. Um, well, he still helps with Paradise. Shit, yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, he was he was helping me with D 2s um clothing line. I was I was doing that shit. Um, I was making clothes in high school as well. I was selling to like basketball players and shit. Like high school basketball players. Were you making uh were you making different clothes at the time or was it just zooted uh on hoodies and like t shirts and shit? Um in high school I didn't have a name for it. It was just like a ran- random designs and shit I made, but after high school is when I was like, Okay, I need a brand name. Or a name brand. Or, yeah. Or whatever brand name. And then um I used the, the light bulb. 
Lipo was a logo. Yeah. Um, and I was selling that at 35th in high school. Damn. So how shout did... Shout out 35th. <laughs> they fuck with everybody out here. Everybody cool. out here. Tony, shout out Tony. People don't shout out Tony like that, but Tony's a guy, bro. He be letting young motherfuckers sell clothes in there like... Tony started a lot. Like, Tony was the first was time cool. I really got into, like, um, SBs and shit. So when I first moved here at 30, like, I was... I just got into skateboarding and, mm-hmm. like... Um, the kids at the time of actually shout out to Philip. Philip at the time, Benahar. Uh, yeah, hey, shout out Philip. That's my <laughs> guy right there. That's my that's my fucking guy. Shout out Philip. Like the homie's little cousin. I knew him since he was little, little. Really on everything. Yeah, shout out Philip. Hey, shout Phillip. out Philip, bro. He's gonna be hella happy when he sees this shit. He's like, hey, shout out Philip, man. Philip is the one who put me on to like thirty fifth because he was getting all the uh, the South End stickers and like yeah. the thirty fifth stickers, and he was like, <clears throat> he would never. Like, at the time, he was like, don't tell people that this is me, but, like, I get them from this store. She and was then, a secret, huh? Yeah, because he was like, I don't, I'm not trying to, like, one, I, I don't want niggas asking me for my stickers. Yeah. And two, like, if people got an issue with it, I'm not trying to, like, deal with, like, their uh, problems. So he was mm-hmm. just like, he was like, keep it on the low, but this is where I get them from. So I remember the walking in in 35th, and 35th was my first, like, S- Seattle store experience, just mm-hmm. because, like, I wasn't really into, like, uh, I, I not being born here, I don't really know, like, the past or, like, the stores growing up. Like, yeah. even uh, Chubby and Tubby, like, that's that predates me even moving here. So, like, that whole Seattle culture, I was I learned through 35th. You were skating in New York? Uh, no, but I was hella into skateboarding. And, like, MTV, all that, that <coughs> that's all MTV was at the time. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Ryan Sheckler and Rob Derdick, uh Yeah. Robin Big, so that yeah. that basically was just like my focus at the time. So, um, shout out to my brother right here, Koi, uh, for like the best skater in Washington, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Trey Flip. He's really butt. Hey, R.I.P. Really Bakari. Ass. Yeah, R. R. That's, that's the king of Trey Flips right there. R.I.P. Bakari. R.I.P. Car Cash. <clears throat> um, I kind of been hogging it for a second. I'm gonna no, but hey, question, I love thirty fifth, bro. I love thirty fifth. Uh yeah, shout out thirty for the best skate, one of the best skate stores in the one of the uh, best stores. That's a fact. Oh my goodness, so, so disrespectful. Oh my, no, my don't bad. worry about it, brother. Uh, you, I, you know me. I love hearing it when you guys are talking. When you and the guests get into it, um, I really wanted to know. You know, during this time, it's uh that you were uh growing up in, uh, basically formulating your craft. Uh, what was it? Uh, like, do you mind painting the picture of us, uh, f- painting the picture for us mm-hmm. um, of what South Seattle was like during that time and before how the camera, before shooting music videos or in general or just during that time in your life, how <laughs> the how the city looked to you, um, because I think it's important to bring that up and how like diverse we truly were, yeah. you know. You're definitely one of those people who have those like actual like in person connections with these like places that are gone now. Mm-hmm. So you know. How was it? Like, you know, Franklin and Man, the it South was fun, bro. Because there wasn't, like, there was no such thing as Kent. Like, no, I mean, Kent was there, but no one lived in Kent. That shit was just dirt. Um, same with Renton. No one lived in Renton. That shit, like, where Fry's is right now, that shit was all dirt. I'm talking about yeah. there was nothing there. So everyone lived out here. Like, before you even get on a bus, two buses would be packed. You got to get on a third one. Every <laughs> bus was packed. All colored motherfuckers. Everyone, like, there was, like, maybe, like, one white person in each class. Maybe none. But all the white people... At school was hella cool. They were like us. <laughs> we didn't even know they were white. <laughs> and then, um, nah, yeah, it was it was beautiful, bro. Like, um, I, 
it's crazy. I remember when, like, specifically remember when more Africans start coming around, like, yeah. like the migration. Mm-hmm. We didn't think, really know what Africans were yet. Like, we had some African homies. That, I'm talking about elementary school. Yeah. And then, like, uh, we're like, damn, what? We didn't know what they were. We we're like really confused, and then they end up just being a homie. <laughs> we, were, we used to play ding dong ditch on them <laughs> when they moved to the, the, the Vista, Ranger Vista. Because yeah. Ranger Vista was like, um, a lot of people live there. A lot of my friends, family live in Ranger Vista. That's that where that's where uh, primarily a lot of like the uh, low income, out there. Low income families were were you know basically redlined into those. Certain, yeah, they were, they weren't trying to say they were projects. Yeah, they were trying to say these were these were like low income housing to make it sound better than what it was. Yeah, but yeah. in like those. Forming years of earlier Seattle, like that shit was the project. That, that shit was fun as fuck. I didn't even know what the projects were. <laughs> I didn't live in the projects, but like a lot mm-hmm. of my family and my friends live there. I just get yeah. dropped off there. I live like down the street. Yeah, pretty much the projects like just down the street. <laughs> um, so like I always thought it was fun because mm-hmm. like we go there like during like the homie's birthday, <laughs> like there was hell of people. We were all hooping and shit. Um, one thing I do remember about like Ranger Vista, Ranger Vista, more people lived in Ranger Vista than Holly Park back then. Mm-hmm. Holly, Holly's was pretty small because it's like phase two now. So there's like way more housing before it was just like on MLK. It wasn't on Beacon back then. Oh, really? Yeah, that shit's newer. So it yeah, was like, so Ranger Vista was actually hella bigger because it was across the street too. It was like both sides. This is before gentrification. Before the light rail, before they yeah. tore Be- up the whole Before all those nice houses? Yeah. Ranger Vista was huge, bro, because it was, it was on both sides. Mm. MLK was a eight lane road. <clears throat> yeah, you should take hello across have, that street, bro. Across have, that street was a mission. I have very like dangerous uh, small memories of it. Street. But yeah, anyways, I do remember like it was like a, those projects were like a family. Like, say somebody stole someone's bike, right? This is a real story, and someone be like, "Hey, that's the guy that stole some 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 someone's bike," and everyone would chase him. I'm talking about like a hundred people chasing one guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a it was like a law. They had their own laws and shit there. Yeah. It and then like they trapped this motherfucker in the attic and shit. I'm talking oh, about hella motherfuckers. Old people, young people were all chasing this one guy <laughs> that stole a bike. And then I do remember them being a lot of Simones in that motherfucker. Rainier Vista was treacherous, bro. There used to be a corner store like uh down Columbia and like kinda where uh MLK is. Yeah. Where that little development is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where um I think the the vistas is right there. Yep, it's on that corner. Yep. Um, there used to be mini mart there, teriyaki there. But bro, if you stand on if you stand in that corner for a little too long, the Simones will really jack your dumb ass. <laughs> You're getting peeled, bro. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad, bro. I'm talking about like the Simones were like the most feared, bro. You see them over coming, <laughs> you better get ready to run or like fight for your life, bro. Because like people don't even know, bro. Simones are hella nice, right? But back then, bro. They don't care how small you are, bro. These motherfuckers could be six three, and you could be like four five, and they'll still try to punch you out. <laughs> different time. <laughs> a different time, That's bro. Different... It was like a doggy dog world. Yeah. And then, like, say you get jacked, right? Say somebody punch you out their shit. Yeah. You have to punch someone else out their shit just to get <laughs> even. By the time you get home, because I used to walk home, so like <laughs> <laughs> That's every time so I get jacked, punch out of my shit, and then like, okay, I gotta punch someone else out of their shit. Just to be even by the time I get home. Like, it was a crazy time, bro. There was no Uber. I don't know. It was, just, it was kind of crazy. <laughs> to, to go from getting punched out of your shit to saying there's no Uber is... Uh, it was like a... Uh, to say the least. Yeah, bro. It was like a it was like a um, a pyramid. It was like a chain. Yeah. Chain reaction. Like, you get jacked, so you got to yeah. jack someone. It was definitely lawless times. It was lawless, in, in the in the in the In the neighborhood that we serve. And yeah. Like, 
that we're from and like from like the whole Rainier Valley. So my stories of like my elders and like hearing them speak about the city, like you're like, no. That shit was different, yeah. bro. It was different. And you, you sound like every other motherfucker that be trying to tell people that like Seattle, Tacoma, soft. Like, oh, they're soft. They're soft. Uh, you know, we 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 gang bang more over here. You know, we do more killings. Like, no, like back then, the shit wasn't even reported. Boy, don't like, even hit the news. Yeah, it, it never. I, I got I got cousins and shit. I got shot in the back. Like that shit never hit the news. Like it shit just you just get popped. There was like no gardens or nothing, bro. Every apartment had roaches. I remember when I first moved out of a house without roaches, or I moved to a house without roaches, I was hella happy, bro. I remember when we were little, we used to think people that live on Beacon Hill was rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, that's how we thought, bro. We, it was crazy. It was just a different then, time. Like, yeah, just imagine all color people. All these apartments are all like, uh, you was talking about the red line shit. Yeah. We, I didn't know that until later in life. We didn't even choose to live out here. Nope. Well, it was like, yo, that's where we were put. We weren't yeah. allowed to. We we basically weren't allowed to live in North Seattle. You couldn't live out. It there. was a uh, uh, for the most part until up into the sixties yeah. or or like like late sixties, mm-hmm. uh, closer to the seventies. It was a white whites only neighborhood. Yeah, Bothell, yeah. Ballard, uh, what Kenwood? I don't know. Fucking all that's the all crazy. the all the fucking uh, Belltown like yeah. that shit like. You that couldn't even buy a house. You had the nah. money for a house, but they won't let you buy it. And you know who had a big uh, role in that? It was a uh, Boeing, the person that owned Boeing. Really? Yeah, he was like, no. He's he's one of the people that um um actually like helped with the red lighting. Damn, that's why your stupid ass seven eighty sevens were falling <laughs> out the sky. Nah, um, like, help is not a good word, but like nah, he, he, he yeah, yeah, he he kinda, pushed he pushed the red lining. Yeah, he pushed the red line, that's what it is. That's fucked up. No, after you like, it's crazy, though, because, like, the South is, like, a family now. Yeah. Yeah. After we figure out, then we were all broke. <laughs> Just became a lot easier to, like, yeah, see yeah, the like, differences. Yeah, we're all the same now. I remember I used to be embarrassed to be, from, like, to live in an apartment. Mm. Some of my friends live in houses and shit. I'm like, damn. Like, they dropped me off. They dropped me off around the corner. <laughs> I live in an apartment. I don't know if people know I live in an apartment. But now it's, like, cool to be broke. Yeah. Like, not cool to be broke, but it's cool to be from, like, a struggle. Yeah. It's, um... It, 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 there's no walls in it anymore. There's like, like everyone, everyone can see like we're all in the same place for the most exactly. part. Exactly. And now it's like kind of cool to be from like the hood now. Yeah. But back then that shit sucked. Nah, that I shit mean, was horrible. It's, it's, it's painted a, like a weird picture now today. Like having struggle is like uh, revered instead of just being like, it, it's just a part of life. It's a part of life. Yeah. Some people wish they had struggle now. Yeah. You, it's crazy. Fucking mm. weirdos. Yeah. Um, before I ask this next question, will you hand me a lighter? I've been like looking for sure how thing. to spark this wood for a second. Sure thing, brother. Um, and you already know what's going is. on with that wood. Uh, if you didn't know by now, uh, it's that tranquil forest. <laughs> you didn't know by now. <laughs> you feel me? You didn't know by now. Thank you. If you don't know by now. That's that, that's that key, uh, TQ up in the motherfucking building. Come on. Um. I have like a really funny story about pre knowing you. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can take this shit off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Benito, bro. I try to take it off. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is quick, bro. <laughs> nah, we we can totally edit, we can, it, out, yeah, edit you, it out. We can slow it down if you if you'd like. Uh, we definitely have had like people get up, take phone calls, like all types of shit that have happened. Shout uh, out Bangladesh. Shout out Bangladesh. Oh, Kang shit? Yeah. I'm not Cam, uh, Cam shit. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
Bro, shout out Bangladesh for real, for real. I hope you, I hope you fucking subscribed. I hope you're still tuning in, bro. We're still rocking with you out there. Um, Your story. But I have a funny story. So when I first got into uh, wanting to do BTS and wanting to work with Tavares, and uh, my brother right here was going up with you uh, specifically. You were like taking him to Atlanta to do some shoots. Like he he was like he just had quit school, and he he was just like following you around everywhere and working. And I remember him giving us your number, and he was like, uh, we were like Tavares was like, I want Harry to shoot my first music video. So Koi facilitates has to happen. Koi facilitates it, gives me your number. I text you. Or I texted you or DM'd you and was like, hey, would you want to shoot my bro's music video? Yada, yada, yada. And you were like, yeah, 1500. I remember remember thinking about like, that's hella low now, too. It's hella low for it. That would have, like, that's a plug. Like, thinking about it today, that would have been fucking legendary if I had the 1500, but I had like 300 for this music video. (laughs) On Harry's production? (laughs) Yeah. Bro, that would have been a steal. Whoa. Bro, uh, but thinking about it now, to um, to know you, to have worked with you, to have you like help facilitate a lot of the things that I do today, I just want to thank you personally. Appreciate you, bro. Because um, you do you do provide space in this uh, this community for real, for real, and you've opened a lot of doors for a lot of people. And whether they tell you all the time, whether they like show appreciation, whether by like coming to shop with you or telling you. You are one of the people who have uh, led in this industry, especially our industry, um, and have led in a great way of just like providing more than you take from people. And I just want to I really want to commend you on that because it's really hard in this um, time where you could have been like you could have chart. You could have got the fifteen hundred and like never hit me back or, you know, like you could have like years later, never like fuck with me and like really like open a lot of doors for me. So like. I really want to commend you on, like, really providing a space in, like, this community. And especially, like, kids that grew up in the South End, like, idolizing what you were doing. You definitely, like, helped us out and, like, showed us a way. So I definitely want to commend you, big bro. Thanks for that, bro. And then let it breathe for a little second. Let, let, that- let me spark the wood. I just, I just. It's crazy because, like, I don't even, like. When I do shit like that, I don't even think about like people looking up to me. Right. <laughs> I just it's do just, it. Yeah. And and like you said before, you're definitely organic in that way. It's a it's it's something where I've noticed so much like I, in being in the space with you, like it's not it's not so much like you like or someone asking for help and you're like, "Oh, let me help you." You're like you see something someone's doing and like you're like you you fuck with it and you're like how do we elevate it yeah you know and it takes a lot to even have that kind of mindset and it also takes a lot to even have the confidence or or the belief to tell someone else like how can we take what you're doing and make it even better Mm -hmm. like what you're doing is good we want to do it better though and that kind of mindset is just so inspirational um it's it kind of it, it definitely drove me to attest to that story he uh, uh brought up like you know hearing that you even responded to us two we were we were fresh out of high school um with no no path no direction you know we were we were 
you know, speaking on my behalf, I was getting lit. You know, I was like, "Am I gonna be a rapper? Am I gonna really?" Fifteen hundred is a lot for an eighteen year old, too. You know, am I gonna? Uh, am I really gonna take this music serious? And if I do want to do this, like, I have to. And just hearing that, like, I ended up getting a meeting with Koi. We talked about it, and I was like, "Man, I don't have this. Like, how do I? How do I execute this?" And um, you know, just I—I I don't know if this is true, but you know, Koi. I feel like being with you and like coming back to me, uh, we we formulated a plan that is definitely something like at that moment, you know, an art, uh, a kid, I wouldn't say would give up, but like, am I, I was like, damn, bro, do I, do I make this happen? Do I like really believe in myself and uh, go shoot a music video with someone I idolize? And, you know, uh, no, I couldn't make it happen, but we still made it happen. That ended up being Hot Sauce 2.0 for all the uh, Siva fans out there in, 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 in Keiko AI, you know. Um, but, yes, truly, thank you. Like, you know, this is also the talk your shit corner and give you your flowers. Like, you, I I don't know. Like, we be, we be bullshitting. We talk shit to each other. But, like, bro, there's, like, a thousand people out there right now that could be, like, yeah, Harry definitely had something to do with, like, my come up. The crazy thing is, like, it's a lot of pressure because I don't really want people to look up to me because I know they might get disappointed or they could get disappointed right. when they actually meet me, bro, because I'd be on some goofy shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, I feel like if they feel like that, they, they're they looking in the wrong place. Well, not goofy shit, but I'd be playing around and shit. I'd be having fun. Um, so, like, my secret, it's not even really a secret. It's how I think about it. I have, like, little projects, right, like a music video or, like, this is a project as well. Even yeah. though you guys are producing it, it's still a project for me because I, like, Took a time out to do shit for it. Exactly. But as a whole, like, my project is to make Seattle look filthy. So if so, if you guys got to look filthy too, so, like, this is my, I'm part of your project. I'm working on the groovy tapes as well. Yeah. Because this is all one big project in my head. Yeah. That's how I think about it. This is just all a little project combined into one big project. It's kind of hard to explain. No, that's fire. It's kind of hard to explain. But anyways, I can't help everybody. So a lot of people do come to me, and I can't help everybody. Right. But no. I try to help as much people as possible, um, especially now. I've been hella busy. But, yeah, like, when I see people doing shit, like, okay, they're going to do something filthy. I got to help them because I'm going to look filthy. We're all going to look filthy. Yeah. We're all, like, outside looking in, like, we're all one thing. Very true. Like, people from Atlanta think, oh, Seattle, it's just one whole thing. Like yeah. They don't. They don't see the intangibles, and I also, feel like you do great with like finding it. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you, man. This shit's short. These guys thought I was this short. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you can extend <laughs> it <laughs> like this long. That was me. Hey, bro, it's crazy. <laughs> hey, but anyways, um, also, uh, this is very rare. <laughs> That's that tranquil. That's what tranquil That's will the do. The only shit I smoke, bro. Tranquil forest. I'm not smoking nothing else. Only tranquil forest. Come on. <laughs> Come on. That's Only tranquil clip. forest, man. That's a great clip. <laughs> I think uh if the listeners at home, if you're listening right now, um take uh, you know, uh like definitely take it with a grain of salt if you go and reach out to creators that, you know, like Harry said, not able to help. I think that's a that has a certain kind of stigma against it yeah. because someone, if you're not able to receive help from someone, sometimes people feel a certain type of way. Cool shit. You know, and it's definitely not like that. You, uh, I brought it up uh, in another uh, previous episode that like we can't really expend our creativity 
Um, yeah. And if everybody is taking a piece, like what what's left for me? Exactly. Um, it's only twenty four hours. If a day. you're if you're a true creative, you know. And let me let me let me say this blanket statement. If you're true creative, <laughs> you would take that um, in the way of like this is this is a moment where you know something was put in my hands and now I'm I'm supposed to make something. Yeah. Uh, so you know. We love to help here. Groovy Tapes, I think Paradise Avenue South, this is a fucking, like, like code we live by. We love to help everybody, but, you know. Can't help everybody. It's very, it's only 24 very, hours a day, and you got to sleep for, like, six or seven. It's very hard to help everybody. Eight. Um, Eight but I wanted to even speak on uh, that. You've even ushered in uh, with even this generation of creative with Ben and, like, so I don't even so for you to say you can't help everybody. I watched uh, Ben get an opportunity to come on as a grip mm-hmm. and to have and build that relationship. So it's not like like there was a bunch of other people like that came out to help on that set, and there's only a few that like you still fuck with Ben exactly like, all the time, all the time. <laughs> so it's like we love Ben. Hey, shout out Ben. Shout out Ben. Ben bless him. Come on, you know? go get your haircut. Come on, go buy a t-shirt or go Locally get your slick. grown. Come on. So it's crazy how up. I met Ben, bro. I met him through an email. Really, he I just was like God. cold bro, emailing. Bro, gave me a legitimate ass email with a resume, all sorts of crazy shit. I was like, oh damn. And then I didn't, I didn't hit him back till like a year later. I think Koi was, was you with me, bro? We were like, damn, we need like a grip. And I was looking through all my shit. It was like a year later. I hit him a year later. Like, you still trying to be an intern? <laughs> and, and, and bro was. So and bro like, was. He gave me a legitimate, like, I was like, no, this is official, bro. Really gave me a resume, resume. And like, real official email, bro. It was like a job application. And I was like, oh, shit. Come on. He's 50. I always remembered him. I didn't know how he looked like at all. The first time we seen him was was during the Rockstar South South video. That's the first time you met. I've never seen him, bro. That's crazy. I've never seen him at all. But Come on. yeah, anyways, like that yeah, just shows. Ben, I guess I didn't put Ben on, but I, I got him on the thing, and then um, I wouldn't. He I, helped other people too. Like, so yeah. it's, like a, it's like an umbrella. It's like a web of motherfuckers. Like a fucking I don't know. Like a uh. you just like you <laughs> like you you I, all I would say in that is like you saw you saw someone helping. It's not like yeah. you. There was a few other people that you had reached out to for this particular job, but you saw Ben busting his ass. So yeah. it was like it was very easy for like, all right, next time we got to shoot. One, yeah. Exactly. And every time, like if you got time to come fuck with us. So I, I just say it to like you're a person that notices talent and doesn't like strain away from like feeding that, even if it has nothing yeah. to do with you or your shoots or your jobs. Like you have always found a way to be like, all right, I'm going to give someone a shot. And if they're if they're fuck if they're here to work if they're here to like help make everything easier I'm gonna of course like keep fucking with them and keep putting them on to yeah. opportunities so I would like I would even commend that to you is like yeah like no one like yeah no one should be like looking at Harry and being like fuck I want to be like Harry clean but like you should definitely want to work with Harry in some sort of way because like you'll leave with an energy that you can do anything like yeah. I went from DMing Harry. For him to charge us fifteen hundred to him, like, exactly. like putting me on to produce and just like snowballing to so much other shit. I'm trying to get people paid too, like, bro, like, Constantly. You, somebody gave me a budget, bro. I use a whole budget and some, and and it'll be a bunch of people from here. Like, <laughs> get, everyone getting paid on set <laughs> as much as possible, at least. Um, so, but not like the way that shit goes is like I think I got blessed with like having like a natural A and R like a skill. Mm. 
Like some people, I don't know people. Like filthy people attract me. Yeah, and that's what just how it happens. I don't know. It's just like I can see it from hella far, or I can just feel it. Oh, he's he's gonna be filthy one day. Let me see how he could take. Let me see where he's gonna take it. Yeah, pause. It, <laughs> it usually it usually pans out, bro. Like a lot of it has to do with hard work, though. Yeah, like we seen Ben. Like we didn't really know what he did, but he was working hella hard. I was like, working oh shit, hella hard. Uh, I didn't even know he cut hair. None of that shit, bro. Yeah, that, that. I found that out like after yeah. we were done shooting Rockstar. He was like, "Oh, bro, I got this whole other." Now we fuck with Ben regularly. Though. Regularly, we shoot? oh, you were calling Ben, bro. Off tops, we have like a we have like a crew now. Yeah, and like one uh, one thing I, I forgot to tell you guys, or I forgot to say to other vlogs and not vlogs. I'm stuttering right now, bro. That shit got me keyed. <laughs> Come on, every hey, time. Nah, they played me, man. Come on, one of the Tranquil best. Force, man. <laughs> one of the best sponsors okay. in the game. They're what undefeated. The They're undefeated, brother. Hey, nah, Ray really <laughs> caught me lagging. <laughs> Anyways, um, here you go, brother. So when I first started doing the creative shit, bro, like as far as film, yeah, no one was helping me. So you were doing it all by yourself, bro. Like all the older people, yeah, that was like doing film and like art shit. It was not trying to put me on nothing, bro. That's why I help people know. Mm. I know how it feels, bro. I was like, damn, no. People start fucking me later. Older people start fucking me later when I start getting more, like, um, established. Yeah. Established. Uh, this shit was on my head the whole time. Huh? <laughs> it was on your head. It was hell hey, about. Now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, when I got more established, they started putting me on. So I was like, damn, when I wasn't doing shit, they wasn't trying to help me get on anything, bro. There's only a few people I look up to as far as the film shit in Seattle. It's like. Um, the homie Zia and John John. Those are the only two motherfuckers above me, I think. Yeah. Um, but they wasn't really trying to put me on until I got a little bigger too. Yeah. But I seen that I was like, damn, that's kinda fucked up. I, I kinda felt a certain way at first. And, and then, then like that's why I help people now. Cause uh who the fuck else is gonna do it? <laughs> Facts. Can we get a motherfucker? Yes, sir. Hand clap for that whole everything. I never said that shit too, I never revealed that. No, I didn't. I, I, I never revealed that, not once. Thank you for sharing that uh, with us. Absolutely. Key, boy. Off a two and a half hits. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Yeah. you're not going to hit this. Nah, no, we should. Yeah, like, we can't evolve unless <laughs> we help that. motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> just a, just we, a quick We got to deuce. evolve. Yes. Evolution. Uh, I wanted to That's ask. the next generation. Come on. Ask your question. You have to get <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I wanted to ask uh, you how. Uh, uh, what did the uh, South End Art Show mean to you? Man, that shit was like my favorite project ever. <laughs> the last one, so stressful, bro. Fucking, how many, how many vendors? We had like over 30 vendors. Mm -hmm. Shit was out of control. That shit, um, that shit was almost the whole block. Bro, it could have been the whole block. Um, there was, there was, I, had to, I had to cut it off. Yeah. I, I didn't want to have to <laughs> deal with all that shit. Yeah, you, the homegirl Trina was helping me, Princess, Rome, Ari. Uh, yeah. I think we did like four of them. Did like yeah. four of them. I, I got a grant for it. At first, I, oh yeah, Jordan was helping too. At first, me and Jordan wanted to do like a, a, a art show at King Donut. That's how it started. Mm -hmm. I was like, then we got to do an art show. We got to do something at King Donut. I don't know if it was an art show or something because that's after like the uh, owners got beat up, remember? Yeah. So like, then we got to like that show some love or some shit, do some kind of event here. That's yeah. how it started, started. And then I was like, shit, this is going to get bigger now. We need a whole street. So that's when I hit a, a Cafe of All, uh, my boy Solomon. Yeah. And I was like, bro, let's just do it here. Because he did a block party before that. Mm -hmm. I said, bro, trust me, bro. We're going to make it even bigger than the last one. We're going to get some grants. We're going to use all the grants to pay everybody. Vendors are free. Yeah. That's <laughs> Everyone fire. Everyone is his jugs. And then, um, yeah, it was cool. We, had, we 
We ain't had no health. We had health inspectors, but we ain't had no health permits. We had nothing, bro. It was it was kind of hot. That last one was hot. I know the very fire department and all sorts of shit was coming. We didn't have no yeah, snitching on myself, but yeah, it was uh, it was fun though, and I wanted to do it again, but man, the temperature of like the yeah the, the politics is crazy right now in the, Seattle. Like the the violence is too crazy. I, I didn't want to endanger like people, you know. Yeah, because even the the time we did it, it, it was bad, but it wasn't as bad as, as yeah. it is now. No, I feel like the when you did it was the prime of. Something like that existing where it was, it was, it was in the middle of the hood and it was just like, Hey, thank you. Holly street. (laughs) Yeah. Like it was, it was crazy to like, just like the seven was rolling past people like, bro, people were getting off the bus to just like the bus drivers were getting off. I was like like, my dream, bro. I was like, this is happening, bro. It was like, damn, people are popping. Yeah. The bus drivers popping out. The delivery guys are popping out. Everyone was stopping. Everyone was stopping. I was like, I used to live on Holly street. Um, next to the Cafe of Vogue. Cafe of Vogue used to be at Mini Mart. The Rainier Market. Yeah, Sersky. Uh, but you have to go ah! there and get calling cards and shit from my yeah. mom. So it was like, that has like a sentimental value <laughs> for me, that little area yeah. and shit. But, uh, but anyways, yeah, that shit was like my favorite project, bro. Because we were like, motherfuckers were teaching kids how to paint. Motherfuckers yes. rapping, selling shit, jigging food. Bros getting haircuts. Like, I <laughs> seen the homie's daddy getting a fresh ass fade. I was like, nah, this is uh, too funny, bro. People were getting grills. People was getting grills. People was, um... I'm hella happy. I thank the community for not like fucking that up. No, that was special. Motherfuckers it were fighting so, around the corners though. Yeah, it was special. Motherfuckers getting jumped around the corner. Uh, uh, it was out, funky. It was funky around the, out, the outskirts. Were very outskirts was crazy. Very, bro. Uh, where 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 the people was yeah. residing and all in all the event it was I, amazing. I, I, truly, there was no police. No, I truly, no police. No police at all. I made sure there was no police there. I was like, fuck, like yeah, fuck the police. I didn't want to say it too crazy. It might be. They might hear this. But uh, I was like, man, we're not having no police there, bro. I'm going to just see what happens. And it was the police amazing. be making it weird sometimes. Nah, they would have. They do. They target. They profile. Yeah. And, and We did uh, it without and no police. They over-police our neighborhood already. Exactly. Uh, I just want to let you know that that event is literally one of the highlights of my life. Yes. Um, my guy performed, too, man. Uh, yes. Uh, brother asked me to be a part of it, and I couldn't. It was like something that like overtook my heart. I had such a fun time, bro. That was such hey, a shout crazy. out all the performers. All four years or three years, I forget how many years I did it, but they all pulled up and went crazy, bro. I forgot the first uh, year was the first year was special too. Yeah, you, you, was, you went to all of them, huh? Uh, I went. I went to the first one and the third one because uh, I didn't make it to the second one. Um, okay, you made it to the last one and the first one. Mm-hmm. Those were the best ones. Yeah. Uh, the first one is when you had the El Camino, El Camino, bro. And, uh, and the homie Ben, they were rapping I was live. On. Uh, Dante Peace. Uh, uh, there was a lot more people I wanted to put on. Like, I had a list of motherfuckers, right? So I was going to keep doing them. Yeah. And then one, one thing I stopped there was COVID, too. Yeah. It was COVID, and then, like, the gang violence was going too buck wild. But I had people lined up. Like, I always remember um, Terry Hoover. I never met him, like, mm-hmm. in real life. But I think I met him there. But he hit me up. I was like, shit, shit's already filled up. I'm going to get him on the next one. Yeah. There's a lot of people that hit me up um, wanting to get on. I was like, I want to get him on the next one. Because that next one was going to be Stewie. So I, got, I got a plan for the next one, though. Ooh, um, you're, yeah. you're you're planning to bring it back? I have it, it's going to evolve into something else. Okay. Um, but that's any, exciting. Yeah, that, 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 that was hella one, fun, bro. That last one was so special. Like even I was juiced too. I was out the money. <laughs> yeah, the money. Tana, bro. I like. I was Tana about to got say to that. Perform. That was that was a special. Like that was a very surreal moment to just like see Tanner on stage and yeah. like it was like it was. Leading up to it, we were all just like, "Is he gonna perform?" That's my first like, time meeting. Him. I didn't even I, I met him there. That's really crazy. Yeah, I, wow. He, he wasn't even on the card. No, he asked no. me, bro. He asked me hella, hella politely too. He said, "Bro, can I perform, bro?" 
I looked at Basics. Basics was like, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> Basics had the songs, yeah, you know? Yeah. And then, um, yes, yeah, so like first time meeting Tana. The crazy thing is like, <laughs> there was hella people there that was beefing with each other. Yeah. At yeah. the shit. Yeah. Different hoods and shit, different sections. I was like, damn, something going to happen? I was kind of scared, like 10% scared the whole time. But everything uh, was cool. Nah, people res- people respected it and like and There's kids enjoyed and shit it. there, bro. Yeah, there was kids. It was it was like people enjoyed the the art show for the art show and like allowed it to be like a, a safe space. Yeah. And it was it was fun. It was the first time uh, Friendly Fire uh had some merch that yeah, put them up front. They didn't have any XLs, so they were hating on the big people. I just want to let Marvin know that. <laughs> <laughs> they were hating. I I slid through, I was like, You got any XLs? I like, I got large. I got large, medium, and small, I mean, brother. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of, like, um, vendors from the block parties, even, like, the older ones that ended up having, like, big stores later on, which is crazy. Like, Monta Man, they were selling the ice cream. It was just, like, a little hut. Over yeah. There. And then there's, like, I mean, hella motherfuckers. I feel like Hood Famous was at the first one, but that's before they got the, um... The shop. The in shop. The, and, yeah. International? Uh, yeah, International. They like, they like saying Chinatown. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they like saying Chinatown. Yeah. My bad. It's not the ID. <laughs> <laughs> they be hot about that. They do. <laughs> <laughs> my fault. Yeah, my fault. My fault. My fault. Chinatown. <laughs> oh, yeah, FF? These guys kicking me out of FF, so. <laughs> oh, let's talk. Hold on. Hold on. Let's, I really want to talk about it because, like, I know I know you all it's personally. It's a perfect time. It's a perfect time. This is the perfect space. Everyone's been on. Uh, so you guys started this collective together. The, the Mar- Marvin, Marvin, like. I don't know if I should say all that shit, but okay, Marvin started it, and then like he was like, yeah, hit me up and hit Koi up, and was like, yeah, let's do it. So this shit has zero followers on IG. I said, okay, I'm going I'm to get on this with them. So everyone, all my followers to follow IG, uh, Friendly Fire, I said, like, hey, we started a new thing called Friendly Fire. Boom. That's how it started. Uh, Marvin already had the YouTube channel, though. Ooh. Yeah. He so, had it ready to go. So when you, when, when you guys came together, what was that conversation to be like, the the guys you you've worked with uh, before like uh, I don't like you guys are all brothers but like so, th- that would uh, be the second gen of our of the videographer space they we pretty much needed like a um a platform for Seattle yeah like a fucking like a Thizzler or like a lyrical lemonade or whatever I told them from the jump I said bro I'm not gonna be shooting hella videos bro <laughs> so these guys are surprised uh, six months later like bro how come you ain't shooting up but I told you from the jump I'm not gonna be shooting videos yeah. I retired <laughs> I shot some I helped them with theirs these guys still use my equipment yeah <laughs> but anyways uh, nah I tried to tell them I was like bro there's other roles in here besides just shooters bro yeah it's like managers just like there's a uh, producers, there's uh, a yeah. creative director. I feel like I I, I love with uh, Marvin ushered in with Friendly Fire, and I love she's what going crazy. The merch is going buck wild. It's buck wild. They sold out again. Mm-hmm. Uh, another weekend. No, Friendly Fire is my brother. I'm not I'm not part of Friendly Fire though. <laughs> so if anything goes there, any politics with that? Don't, I'm not included in that shit. I was looking happy when they stopped including me. And she was like, okay, DM. you got after any I seen the, uh, After I seen some other shit, I was like, okay, get me out of this shit. I don't want to be involved. Music videos is dangerous, bro. No, nah, they're they're hectic. Music videos is dangerous, bro. That shit. But anyways, yeah. Uh, I, I I fuck with my brothers from Friendly Fire, but nah, I am not in Friendly Fire anymore. <laughs> I, I was in it from the beginning, and 
I guess they, they fuck gave your, me they fuck gave your me a breaking boot. news here. <laughs> they gave Break. me a boot because I wasn't shooting videos, but honestly, I had yeah, videos. No, like, but people I didn't realize that Harry Ben said I'm retired. <laughs> I'm retired. Like, I was a surprise I wasn't shooting. I storefront. I'm yeah, bro, I run a storefront. Jiggy Jern, not Jiggy Jern. Tremendous shot Jiggy Jern's video. Um, Chip Brogan. Yep. And then I shot a pre-video with him. Okay, and, that's two. Uh, but, hey, no, but I uh, sent these guys hella videos. <laughs> but I these, guys, these guys want me in friendly fire hella bad still. Come on, just just give, just give let Big Bro do the jobs he wants to do. I was, bro, I was part of friendly fire. I claimed it and everything, but these guys don't claim me. So I was like, no, nah, I got to get out of here, bro. <laughs> that is a... Damn, you know, it'd be your own environment. It'd be your own people. It'd be your own guy. It'd be your nah, own I guys. Fuck with, I fuck with them. I, I still help them. I just, uh, I, honestly, I don't want to be part of it because I don't like the fucking politics behind them, bro. Yeah. Like, people get mad at you if you shoot a video with somebody that they're beefing with mm. type shit. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, nah, I'm getting out of here. Fuck this shit, bro. People start blaming the cameraman for shit. For shit that. I was happy as even. fuck they started leaving me out. <laughs> <laughs> So I wanted to ask uh, about starting Harry Clean TV. Uh-huh. Uh, welcome back to YouTube. Thank you, sir. Um, what What inspired that? What like What made you want to like start picking up the camera and like showing people a lot more what you do? Because I know, I know you you do it in your own way, and yeah. as far as like using your IG story and like sometimes you like flood the gram with like old stuff and then just like pull it back, but like being on YouTube and, like, really giving, like, uh, people the sauce to, like, how to get a MacBook and just things like mm-hmm. that, um, I think it's inspiring. But, like, what what made you come back? Man, I wanted to do it for a long time. I was like, honestly, I'm insecure to be in front of the camera. Really? Yeah, people, <laughs> people don't know I'm actually kind of shy, bro. That's kind of crazy because you're, you know, like. No, when the camera comes on, okay. there's no camera on my side at all. I was about to say, I was like. On, I'm shy <laughs> shit, bro. I'm insecure a little bit. So, I'm like. I got the hang of it. I seen Koi drop that fucking uh, that, that fucking drama, that little shit. Yeah. I'm like, nah, he went too crazy, bro. <laughs> I said, let me that figure was vicious. That was crazy. <laughs> I said, okay, let me let me let me get this going. Marvin, or I, I don't want to say Marvin. He don't like going. My, uh, Tata, Tata been telling me to get on the shit. So uh, I was like, let me just let me just get this shit going, bro. Let me see what's up. When I was doing D2's films, like I was having fun, like, and then like. I, I started growing up a little bit. Like, I was, like, 21. I was, like, I got to make some money, but I can't do this shit forever. Yeah. These rappers are actually, they're, like, broke, you know? We're yeah. all broke. Yeah. But I couldn't survive, like, doing music videos. So, so I had to do other shit, you know? Yeah. That's why I took a break for a little bit. I, could, I couldn't, like, survive off of fucking $150. Yeah. <laughs> like, and fuck eight what hours, do with eight, that. 10 hours of, like, work. More than that, because it takes, like, a week to edit, a week and a half. So it's, like, $300 for two weeks of editing and shooting. Yeah. That shit don't add up, bro. It's, like, $600 a month. Yeah. But anyways, um, no, I took a break because, like, I needed bread, bro. It was, like, after the recession. Yeah. My friends were down. I was living at my girlfriend's um, mom's house. I was down and out, bro. I was shooting videos and editing in the fucking trenches, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was crazy. But uh, I still shoot videos. I still like doing videos. Yeah. But um, it's kind of complicated. It's, like, really hard to do. Yeah. It takes a lot, it takes a lot to do a music video. You're, like, stressed before, during, and after. Just to get it done. That's why, like, I learned that um, you gotta have a team. That's why it's easier for you to to bring like work with the Manzanos the way you do and yeah. like work. Shout out the Manzanos, man. Always. But yeah, the Manzanos, uh, friendly fire guys, you guys, you guys always help. Um, I learned from the homie Saeed. He was like, bro, you don't gotta make all the money. 
even if you make 10% of the money, like you still made some money. Yeah. If you hire people, it makes it even easier. Like I'd rather make 10% of like of the money and have fun than like a hundred percent is just being pure stressed. Yeah. The fuck? Like that makes, that makes a lot more sense. It, it, you spread the jobs and shit. You just, it don't even matter. Like you're just going to get other homies paid and you can get paid and not really work that hard. I like to not work that hard. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I the find, easiest route possible. I, I find that funny because I feel like you, you're one of the people that I see working the fucking hardest. Like you're always on like, yeah. like you're one, your phone never stops ringing and it's always like a job to either accept for you or like, nah, that's not worth your time. Yeah, so like I feel, meeting. so I feel like for you to even say like you pick easy things and like you, you take jobs that are like, you don't like to work hard. I feel like you work constantly and you're always like you're oh you're always like ahead of things and you're always like all right there's a there's a job here i could Mm -hmm. be this or like okay they want me to uh like you you went on tour yeah uh like two years ago and like then came home and opened the store so like i feel like for you to like you i i I, another way i want to commend you i feel like you prioritize uh really uh really cool thing. I don't want to say cool, but they're like really important things and make them feel fun. And I, like, I do want to commend you on that because like you work your ass off and I like, I see you work your ass off in like many, many ways. And the fact that you just feel like I don't, I don't work that hard and like things like that. I have to commend you on because it's like, appreciate you, sir. It's, it's a master to that because like people, if anyone knows Harry, everyone knows Harry's always like, uh, doing something next. You're always on to like completing yeah. a job and doing another job while yeah, another job is made. I guess I don't like working hard, but I do work hard, but I try to make it easy as possible. That's what it is. Yeah. I try to make hard work easy. Mm. Um, and I feel like you, you do a great job at that. But I mean, I'd be pressed though. I got so much shit to do every time. It just keeps adding up. But like, I don't know. Like when I went on vacation, I just came from Mexico. And I was like, fuck, I want to go back to work. <laughs> I just start making designs and shit, you know? Um, Nah, uh, it's just like a part of life. Like, I got nothing else to do. Yeah. Like, um, I'm not finna work a job. Because, like, it's hard for me to get a job. Yeah. Because, like, I don't feel a, like, stereotype. True. It's hard to get, like, it's kind of easy to get a job now. But when I first, that's one thing about, like, doing, like, the film and shit. Yeah. I need a way to make money. And, like, my own way. It started from doing photo shoots, though. I used to do photos in high school. <laughs> me and the homie Jordan Nicholson yeah so I, I see him hitting jugs off of photos I'm like fuck bro I need to hit jugs off of photos too I didn't know how to take photos at all <laughs> um I bought I was hitting jugs with a camera yeah so I took like maybe like five deposits <laughs> not then, even knowing how to even use the camera bro and then uh I'm alert that. yeah and I was like shit I'm actually kind of good at this shit so I just kept doing it kept evolving more people started hitting me for photo shoots and then after high school um yeah, I got a, camera, a video camera. I got a video camera. Um, it's just crazy. Like, people used to, like, don't do this at home or don't do this at all. But the homies used to rob houses and shit. And then that's where I got all my camera equipment. Uh, and you just buy it off of I them. I just buy it off of them. And then, like, I didn't know what it was. They didn't know what it was either. And then I kind of learned how to shoot videos from, like, stolen cameras. Yeah. And um, it was crazy. It was kind of weird, though, because, like... <laughs> It was kind of it was kind of fucked up because you like look through them before you um delete the shit. <laughs> You're like, damn, bro, this guy's house really got robbed. I'm looking fucking, through his shit. Fucking family photo. And then I just got to format it. I'm like, nah, this is fucked up. And then like, 
from there, I got another camera from like that's crazy. Uh, financial aid. Oh, that's fire! I bought a I bought a computer with financial aid money. I went to Seattle Central and I sold my car for a camera. So I had no car. I was like, "This is a crazy ass trade," but I need a better. I need another camera. Yeah, yeah. I need a camera. So I sold my car and used a financial aid for uh for a computer. That's how it started. That's how D two started. Uh, sold equipment and then like a, a car that got sold. What uh college did you uh go to? I went to Seattle Central. Dropped out twice. <laughs> I tried twice. And she was not for me. That is, I mean, I, I never went, so I, I I was just curious. I was going for the financial aid checks. They got nine of them. Oh, that's fire. I think. Or nine of them or nine years or some shit. I still yeah. got, so I could probably still go back and run it up. But, like, I still just go there just for the financial aid check. Like, um, fucking uh, after high school, I took, like, a year break. I was like, let me just go to college and see what happens and get the AA degree. That's like a transfer degree. Yeah. I wasn't even planning on going to UW. I just needed the bread. They gave you they gave you like uh, a few bands every semester. Yeah. So I would just use that to buy drip and shit. I was taking dumbass classes too, bro. <laughs> I took like basketball class. I took a badminton class. I just needed that check. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck what it was. Ultimate only, back. Because it's like three classes. You just need three classes. That's yeah. three hours a day for some bands. Like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. And then um Meet, the ultimate you get to meet, meet people, all sorts of crazy ass shit. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot in community college though. So I stopped that and I dropped out and I came back um and joined the film class. Yeah. Was, Central. They, got, they got a good creative uh school over there. They got like the photography over there. That's where a lot of people went to photography school at Seattle Central. Did on, you like, the fifth floor? What'd you take away from your time at Seattle the the film program? That shit was fire. While I was there, I dropped out because the teachers were hating and shit. <laughs> 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 on everything, bro. But I learned a lot of technical shit. Yeah. Like, I learned how to use certain stuff. And like, man, if you're if you do film, bro, I advise you. Like most people, be like, nah, you get everything from YouTube. But nah, bro, you go to school is different. That's like what. Sets me apart from a lot of people that do film. Yeah. Just because I went to school, bro. Like, think about going to school every day, like, five days a week, and all you're doing is film shit. Like, you're doing English 101, English 102, all film-related. You're, like, writing shit about movies, like, essays about movies. You're watching old shit, analyzing lights. There's classes for, like, when you go to film school, right? There's one whole class just for uh, acting. One whole class just for directing, editing. Like, these are all separate. It's not just, yeah. like, one whole class. So, like, you learn shit, like, throughout motherfuckers like shoot videos they don't know how to act you gotta know how to act a little bit cause you yeah, gotta yeah. be in front of that camera or you gotta know how they feel yeah you gotta know how they feel so that's one thing I did learn about film school was like um I played every role in the film um industry yeah through, through that and like analyzing old movies and shit and cause we had to do it it was like school and shit yeah and lighting that's moods fun. and shit like one whole class was like on like I'm talking about like a whole semester or whatever was just on like set design type shit, you know? Oh, that's fire! So Mise you were allowed sits. to just Mise break down. Sits. That's like a uh, <laughs> that's like a um, French word for set design. It's, it's, it has something to do with set design. It pretty much just means like everything has to go with each other. Like oh, to like to dress or something yeah, like, like that. It's like a feeling behind it. It's mm. kind of hard to explain. I could probably get more into it later, but like it's kind of like break a leg. No, it's like expression. Nah, it's like how uh, everything got to go with each other, bro. It's like, yeah. like this ain't here for no reason. True. It's, it, everything has a place. Everything has a place. That's what mm. I learned in school, too. Like, a lot, I learned a few things in school. It's like, you can't just put random, shit has to make sense. Yeah. Because, like, you don't want to waste your uh, time on some shit that don't even matter. 
Facts. Everything got to have a story behind it and shit. Sorry, I'm laughing because Koi fucking <laughs> is, is fucking trying on the Valencis. Oh, you... <laughs> what is he doing, bro? I just, want, I just, I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. I couldn't help myself. I'm like trying to listen to Harry in the corner of my eye. This guy's trying to peel me from my Balenci, man. Oh the, shit! The the so, uh I feel like we've covered like so many things and so little about like the history of you. Okay, but can I, we go back into no, that? no, 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 no. I just wanted to touch on like the early days of. Um, Capitol Hill streetwear culture because you're one of the people uh-huh. who I know was out there buying clothes and like at goods when it was like uh, still in the city and just like you were moving around and like um, so what was that time like that getting clothes fire, like and going to stores? Like, yeah, shit was fire. <laughs> I had to say the gig I get closer, <laughs> but Cap Hill was a whole different thing. There was like a lot of filthy people there. It wasn't like no techies there, shit or none of that shit. Yeah, there was like hipster motherfuckers like wearing like. Like Kurt Cobain type motherfuckers there. Yeah. There was like hood motherfuckers there, and there was like fly streetwear motherfuckers there, you know. And then like it was filthy because like you could just do a photo shoot there. Like somebody asked you to do a photo shoot, oh, just meet me on Cap Hill. It's gonna uh, look fire. Any any angle was fire. Yeah. You shoot a music video or not? Even, I wasn't doing music videos. I was just doing photo shoots. But like, just meet me on Cap Hill. We'll find something there. That's how filthy it was. Like every angle was fire, bro. It yeah. was it was before gentrification. Um, it was kind of that's when like uh. Valley Village and shit was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a lot of fly the, shit there. All the old buildings. All the old buildings, bro. Old all, there was like hella posters and shit everywhere. Hella like filthy graffiti, like alleys and shit. Yeah. Um, but no, nah, we used to go there and just cop clothes. I remember back when I was broke and shit. Or I'm still broke. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, I'm not broke. But anyways, uh, when I was down, when I was in high school, I said just take girls there and just like act like I'm finna buy shit. <laughs> like how Koi does now. <laughs> <laughs> At Paradise Fucking caught his strength <laughs> But anyways Nah I should just take him there I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah This is fly This is fly I'll be back <laughs> The homie Tony used to work At this place called Capitol and shit But um Oh uh, with a uh, The jean The denim place Ah uh, it used to be a shoe store Called Capitol Ooh. All the heat You know how Paradise Has like that fence on the wall Yeah That's where I got the idea from They did that shit back then Oh that's they fire fire back then But it had all the shit Like it was like um, nah, a lot of people don't know about Capital. That's one of the first streetwear places I've ever been to. It was always a dream for me to just like work at a fucking do bo- uh, boutique store. Like, damn, I want to be like these guys. I want to be like Porter and Ike because they was working at Lace Up. I was like, damn, these guys are filthy, bro. They're just fucking getting fly and just hitting jugs on clothes. Exactly. And I, was, I always, always think, like, yo, these guys are getting free clothes. But they, they're not. <laughs> nah, they're just using their, their checks to buy yeah. the clothes. And then, like, Man, it costs money to make those clothes, so you can't just be handing them out. But, like, I was wanted to be the, that guy that worked there. Like, I wanted to work at Champs and shit in, like, Foot Locker, but I just couldn't get hired. Yeah. Because, like, I don't fit. Like, I, we were talking about earlier, I don't fit, like, a, um, like a quote, quota for, like, Asian people and, like, black people that people like hiring, like, in certain places, like, yeah. the mall and shit. Like, I don't have, like, that typical Asian look. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to hire me at T-Mobile, bro. <laughs> Nah. The Filipinos are weird and shit like that. <laughs> no, I feel you. Uh, so how to? So how does it feel to like now have a store in the town? Like to like be a part of that. It's just that, crazy. That new history. It's crazy because like um, I was just thinking about it like last month. I was like, this is fucking crazy. Um, a lot of shit. Um, a lot of shit. Um, aligns for me. 
yeah. randomly, bro. Like, I have a dream, and I don't realize it happens till like later. Like, damn, that shit really happened. Like, having a store like in that neighborhood and like living where I'm living, and then just like, how the fuck this even happened? Shit, it was like <laughs> it didn't make no sense. It's one of those full circle moments. It's like if you work hard enough. It you, took a long time, bro. Like, people don't even know I'm 30. Yeah. They think I'm, like, 25 and shit. No, I always thought you were... I didn't realize that uh, you were older until you, like... There's, like, people who tell stories about you yeah. that are 30 and be like, nah, Harry was there. And I was like, how fucking old is Harry? If he, <laughs> if like, he was outside then and, like, yeah, he's still crazy, outside bro. now. Yeah, it's, no, it's crazy because, like, before even the art shit, I was already kind of known in the neighborhood. Yeah. Which, like, I have, there's two different kind of people that know me. Maybe three, actually. There's, like, create the creative world. And there's, like, people that live in the neighborhood. They don't yeah. even know I do videos and shit. Damn. They don't even know I do art and stuff. They just think I'm a regular dude, which I fuck with those guys. They don't even have internet. I mean, they don't. They have internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't even have social media. Yeah. These guys don't have social <laughs> media. So, and then there's, like, you know, there's, like, internet people from, like, different cities. Yeah. have, like, th- people think of me in three different ways and shit. And I love the people that don't have social media. Because they're, like, they love me for who I am. Yeah. They don't know me for, like... Like the, cool the clout shit and shit. Yeah, yeah, they don't know me for the cool shit. I just think I'm a regular ass kid, bro. Because I used to walk home from school. A lot of motherfuckers didn't walk home from school. So you were one of those kids that like everybody knew you at some point because you yeah, were just like, like in the neighborhood. In constantly. the neighborhood, I'm always like just curious. Like as a young and I was always curious. Or were you were you always asking questions to like to figure it out, or would you like ask something and then just go do it, whether they gave you the right answer or not? Honestly, like, in the environment, like, people don't like answering questions. So, like, I kind of just, like, learned by their actions and shit. Mm. Like, I'll just be around them. I'll be around the older homies or older cousins or just, like, the homies in general. Like, people my age, like, I wasn't really asking too many questions. I was just observing. Yeah. I uh, I think I have, like, uh, I'm not going to say a gift. That's, like, a little, <laughs> a little conceited. But, like, yeah, okay, I guess I got a gift. Yeah. I can, um... It's not conceited. It's not conceited to I, own like. To I don't be like special, talking I about myself. I, I feel, I feel uncomfortable talking about myself. But, but you like, don't. You don't do it often. Yeah, I don't do it often. Celebrate yourself here. But anyways, like um, human emotions and shit. Yeah. I, I like reading body language, like for fun, in my head. I'm like, okay, this is how he feels. That's what he likes to do. Uh, I think that's why I'm good at music videos. Because mm. you could read the emotion. I could read the emotion. I could tell him to do certain things because I know how people will react to it. Um, I like studying humans, which is kind of crazy. People don't know that. That's some rare information. That's fire. Do a lot of research on shit like that, like emotions and like what triggers people and what makes people happy and make people sad. That's that's fucking. I think crazy. it's really important to understand the human, like psyche. Yeah. Because <laughs> we have to deal with them all the time. That's a, that's I I'm gonna give that a round of applause because I I feel like that goes into a lot of the. Even the choices of people you have around you and, like, what you do and the people you work with. like And, and it shows that, like, you attract good-natured uh, individuals around you and, like, help you propel and, like, learn. Yeah. Um, Understanding humans is, like, hella key. Like, you don't even have to know how to design. You just, if you understand a human, you know how to make fly shit. Like, yeah. also, like, um, being, like, a tastemaker, you know? Like, taste is everything. Like, that's the number one thing. You don't even know how to, like... Say, like, I don't, I didn't even know how to shoot music videos at first. I just know what looked good. You just got to know what looks good. That's like a skill itself, right? That's just the simplest skill you need, knowing what looked good, like clothing-wise yeah. and, like, art-wise and film-wise. Does it look good? 
if you don't have that skill, you're pretty much fucked. Do you think you learned that through like movies that you liked, or did you eventually come to that just like off of just like this looks like crap, this looks perfect, like you know, just like mm. off your own judgment in your head, like, or did you just like grow up watching a bunch of fire movies and then like a bunch of terrible movies and was I like think it was like a mixture, yeah, of like seeing what works with people, and also I think it's a mixture with like it's like a natural thing, yeah. like. It's kind of fucked up, but like sometimes you just got the like you just got the sauce or don't have the sauce. Yeah, I mean and that's then, like, not fucked I up. I accept that when I take L's too. Like I had projects that didn't work out. I just didn't have the sauce. Yeah. Some people keep doing the same shit for like thirty years and like, bro, just move on and do something else. Kind of like it. Yeah. Like like I said, when I was doing D twos, I was doing clothes. It wasn't working, so I I pivoted, made an audible play. I was like, all right, let me just shoot music videos because like I it's, don't know, I'm gonna try it out. Yeah. It's the same name, and then I, now I I got I shoot music videos and make clothes now. So it kind of like went full circle. Yeah. And um, yeah, don't be scared to don't be scared to pivot. Yeah. That's like people are scared. Like I think people are like um, are thinking that people would think that they're failing or some shit. Like I don't yeah. want my people. I don't want my peers to think I failed. So I'm gonna keep trying this shit. Yeah. Nah, bro. Like try some new shit. Like <laughs> Nate Robinson was playing football before basketball. <laughs> Facts. Type shit. <laughs> like what now the he's fuck? out here dunking on niggas. Um. But yeah. Listen, before I take us out, we were going kind of yeeky crazy. Um, oh, shit. Hold on, hold on. We're, yeah, yeah. Done? No, no, no. Uh, I just wanted to ask you if okay, you had so. any uh, any new projects on the way or, you know, special things coming out for whether to be a new uh, project or yeah. new clothes. Okay, I do. But before I answer that question, bro, I got something for you guys, bro. Has anyone ever gave you guys a gift? Uh. We'll be this fourth, four people. Yeah. All right, so I'm the fifth person. I'm give you guys a gift, bro, because you guys don't get gifts like N- that. No, nah, we've done uh, 66 episodes and only got a few. Who, who, gifts. who gave the gifts? So Auntie Jules. Auntie Jules. Um, Zach gave us the two photos behind you. Uh, uh, Colin and Baca gave us the slew jackets. Slew security jackets, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so look, bro, I'm gonna make this a tradition now. When you come here, groovy tapes. You got to give a gift now. <laughs> it's regular now. Come on. <laughs> uh, you got to open it. Open you got to have a man, better get reaction. A gift, man, get a gift. I'm going to narrate to oh, reaction. What the fuck? He's trying to go <laughs> crazy, crazy. Ooh. <laughs> With the uh, pure, pure white. Come on. Hennessy. That's brought to you by Harry Clean. Undress that motherfucker. Come on. <laughs> it's off. <laughs> Undressed it. Undressed him. All right. Ooh. Thank you. Thank you. Can I get a uh, big round of applause? That <laughs> <laughs> I for sure am. Definitely going to have to crack that. All right, so what's new? Or what's going to happen next? Yeah, what you got going on? Okay, I'm opening up Paradise again. Come People on. People don't know this is the second Paradise. That's no, I, I, I didn't learn that until very recently ago. Oh, yeah, shout out Camden Mac, too, because bro was shouting me out like crazy last time, or last episode. Yeah. Hey, shout out Camden Mac. That's one of the... Oh, I'm extending it. No, 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 fuck it. We gonna run it. Hey, shout out, Camden, shout out Camden Mac. I'm still key, so I'm still stuttering. Shout out Camden Mac. Um, who else did I start off with shooting music videos? Steezy Nasta, Goodson, Peter Tosh. Those are like the first four motherfuckers I was like really shooting for. Shout out those guys. You shout for like hella people. BFA, yeah. All those motherfuckers. Uh, but anyways, yeah. 
Yep. Uh, oh yeah. So Paradise One. People don't know that was a studio first. It was like a fi- uh, film studio. It was like a photo studio. But now we have Paradise Two. Pretty much is what you guys know now. Clothing store, clothing brand, and uh, we were closed for a long time. But we've been open back up. COVID fucked shit up for us. But we're back live and direct. Come on. Um, remodeled a little bit. Made some more room. That's what's happening. So uh, we made some more room because shit was getting too packed. Um, but yeah, we're opening back up. I'm hiring. Oh, Tap shit. in. We're finna hire you guys, bro. Uh, minimum wage, though. Come on. I ain't got, I ain't got it like <laughs> that yet. Minimum wage. We finna hire people. So send those in. Send them resumes in. Um, also, uh, more Harry Clean TV content. Come on, I got, we need it. We're shooting one here after this. <laughs> okay, I got it. When I, I got an idea, and hopefully you guys uh, fuck with it. Okay. But anyways, yeah. Also, uh, hopefully it pans out. I'm finna be opening up a restaurant. I know you guys don't believe me, but like, yeah, a restaurant. Um, hopefully it pans out. I'm not gonna say the name yet because I'm not finna just throw it out there yet. Yeah. But it is in Lakewood, Washington, which is kind of deep. But um, are we sliding? Yeah. We gonna come fuck with you. It is a, 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 a Filipino cuisine restaurant. Yes, come sir. On. We need it. It's gonna go crazy, boy. Sinigang? Yeah, yeah. Hmm? Uh-huh. KWJT, you be grooving with the South. We got Harry, Corey, and Koi. 